This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We are in the backyard. What's going on? I'm trying to think of what you're doing right now. What are you doing? Maybe maybe you're taking a walk. Uh, maybe you're on a plane. Maybe, maybe you just got in a huge fight with your mom. I don't know, but I'm here for you. What's happening with me? I took a nap at uh, noon. And that's kind of a new experience. I don't think I've ever napped that early in the day. I also need to buy a new hose. So those are the two, those are kind of the defining things in my life right now. So we should probably get into the podcast. I'm very, very excited about today's guest. It's Nick Dodani. Nick, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thanks for having me, Bridger. We had a little bit of rain. A little bit. Set off some alarm bells in my head, so I'm trying to remain calm. It's not raining anymore. No, it's kind of overcast. I don't know who said this, but every storm ends. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Every storm ends, except for the last three months of Los Angeles. Sure, yeah, that's true. That's not ending. <laughs> this is simply not going away. Uh, what's been going on with you? Um, I just got back from a big trip to New York. Uh, I'm a co-producer on Life of Pi oh, uh, on Broadway. Right. We opened uh, last month, um, and it's running right now. It's my first time doing this kind of thing, so it's been a big learning experience, kind of seeing what the Broadway world is like. and Cutthroat. Absolutely cutthroat. You know, I wouldn't say cutthroat. Everyone's really, like, happy and excited to be there. That's true. My boyfriend is a Broadway person, and he saw Life of Pi, by the way. What? I'm gay? You said boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I meant to say my wife. Okay, good, because I don't know if I can do... I'm looking at the producer over here. I don't think I can do this otherwise. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm straight. I'm absolutely straight. I have, I have a wife and four kids. Okay. So my wife was uh, saw Life of Pi on Broadway. Oh, amazing. She loved it. Oh, good. I'm she glad absolutely, she loved it. Jim, she's a beautiful woman, <laughs> and uh, we have such a good time Did together. he really see it? He saw it, and he really... Oh, he was amazed. Good. Oh, I'm so happy. Because they're, uh, they're like the... Do we call them puppets? Puppets. They're yeah. giant. I mean, they're, but they're... And I don't want to diminish puppets, but they're beyond what you expect of a puppet. It's from not from what I've seen. Yeah, it's not your sock puppet. No, simply not a sock. No, puppet. simply not a sock puppet. You know, the puppets are insane. They really 
steal the show, especially the tiger, Richard Parker. I've, I think that's the one thing I've seen. It, there's, a, there's a team of, I think, seven or eight puppeteers that rotate. Uh, wow. Because it's so physically taxing that they have to take shifts. Is it because, is the tiger really heavy? Tiger's really heavy. There's a person inside the tiger. Oh, there's, oh, um, not laying f- flat. No, like hunched over. Okay. Um, wow, that requires... Their arms are controlling the front uh, legs. Okay. And the back legs and tail are controlled by another person. Okay. And the head is controlled by another person. And occasionally, if there's a lot of stuff going on, there's one or two additional puppeteers who help move it. Wait, what Why? What other stuff would be going on when these two extra people have to show up? Uh, when the tiger's jumping around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I would love to see that. I love... Come I went to... The Bob Baker Marionette Theater for the first time. Oh, how was that? January. It was wonderful. Have you ever been? No. I saw a concert there. A My, marionette concert? Uh, no, it was a rock concert. Oh. Rock concert's such a corny thing to say, isn't it? A rock and roll. Rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> jam <laughs> sesh. Uh, they host like a concert series there. A band that I love played. My home was literally flooding while it was happening, and I oh, had no. bought tickets, so I just went forgot all of my cares that's the really healthy thing to do (laughs) to kind of just put your problems bury them what is property what is property you don't need to worry about it's just something that can get wet over and over and over and who cares i wouldn't know i don't know anything (laughs) well just prepare yourself okay (laughs) nick this is something this morning i actually want to ask you about this is an interesting thing i think i may have accidentally invented some new slang okay I saw a headline that said, Jennifer Lopez's new drink is pissing off her fans. And the first thing that went off in my mind was that not that she had like a beverage, but like that new drink was a slang. Like her new thing is pissing off her fans. And I think new drink might be a nice, I mean, then when you start talking about inventing slang, it kind of takes away from it. But like, uh, what could your new drink be? Uh, My new drink is taking a nap at noon. I feel like this is a new thing. Everybody's got to start drink. saying new drink. What's my your new drink. drink? My new drink. I don't know what my new drink is. Oh, man. So you took one nap at noon and now that's your new drink? This is my new drink. I'm so gonna... there's like a really low bar for new, new drinks. Yes, it can be truly anything. Any Just, yeah. slightly new thing in your life. Okay. Um, I mean, it could be pissing off your fans. <laughs> uh, that would require having fans <laughs> to piss we off. We all have fans. Our parents. That's true. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I spoke to your parents before this, actually, and I don't <laughs> my parents think are not you fans. can count them as They're fans anymore. Not fans. Um, my new drink is actually checking my mail. Mm. I recently went through a fat stack of bills that I assumed also came in electronically, right? But um, were simply just unpaid. Oh no! For a long time <laughs> oh for how like months like and over months? a year no over a year had you been sent to collections or anything uh-huh oh no it was like one medical bill was literally six dollars i f- didn't know this bill existed and uh yeah i went to collections fully. oh my god <laughs> just ruins your credit score i mean i was wondering what was going on with the score because like uh, you know that's wild yeah six dollars the doctor's office or the hospital just wait for you to show back up 
Or just like let it go. Leave me alone. Let it, the amount of money they spend on hiring a collections agency of can't course. be worthwhile. So do you just have like a mountain of mail piling up at your place or what's going on there? Yeah, well, what I've done and I've, I'm truly, my new drink is learning that this is stupid, is um, any bill that I've gotten in the mail, I've kind of just thrown in a pile, assuming that like I've also got received an email. Of course, of course. Right? It's just been automatically Because with deducted. some of them, they are duplicative. Right, right. I have received an email. Some of them, there was no email oh yeah i the emails i check and the emails i pay of course well and usually when it comes as an email it's already kind of hooked into your credit card or whatever they're kind of just taking it in the night uh i feel like medical bills and dental bills are weirdly still arriving by mail yeah weirdly and you don't expect i actually think this one was a dentist oh geez yeah i mean the dental problems on this podcast (laughs) could fill and they do hundreds of episodes huh uh I'm sorry to hear it. What was the $6 for? Did you get a new retainer? I, I honestly don't even know what it was for. I was actually was like, what costs $6? Right. I feel like maybe it was like a late fee or like some, like the amount my insurance yeah, didn't cover. Yeah, your insurance cover. covered you know, everything like, up to $6. Right. Like they simply couldn't go any further thing. than 6 I really don't. And I didn't even care because I was like, I, I'm just going to pay the $6. Right. We've got to get, I think, a nice secret for checking your mail is you've got to subscribe to a magazine or something something that you'll be looking forward to seeing in the mail that's true i don't know what that is for me what what do i look forward to seeing in the mail uh kind of nothing my mom sends me postcards oh that's sweet yeah very sweet she makes postcards for me she's a fan in some ways i don't know that she's a listener (laughs) uh but she (laughs) occasionally i suppose uh but Getting those is nice. That is really, that's really sweet. Uh, subscribe to a magazine. Mm. Uh, what else? What other things do you, I guess order th- things for yourself. Order things. You can get seeds by mail. Seeds? Mm-hmm. Do you often purchase my, seeds? My brother sent me some seeds in the mail for uh, purple peas huh. and a pepper that will not grow. The peas grow. The peppers don't, I don't know what the situation I is. I love that. Get some seeds by mail. That sounds so, like, good for the soul. It's very nice. Opening your mailbox and finding seeds. Something to grow. And then planting them. Yeah. And then complaining about what grows and what doesn't. I mean, that's... (laughs) Shaming your brother's gift on your podcast. That's the white American dream. (laughs) I used to get... uh, My sister gave me for my birthday once a, like, year-long subscription to socks by mail. Once a month I was getting socks. I thought that was a magazine for a second. Oh, that's not a bad idea for a magazine. Now, you and I... Start a new magazine called, called Socks. Socks. Entirely about socks. That's How not is it a, spelled? Uh, traditional. Okay. Absol- I mean, it is kind of by the book. S-O-C-K-S. Okay. There's nothing new or edgy about this sock magazine. There's no X or two S's. <laughs> socks with an X, then you've got baseball teams mixed That's up in true. it. What about three X's? Oh, we interesting. Turn it into a gay now it's like magazine. an erotic magazine. Yeah. But then what? I guess everyone's wearing socks and nothing else. Hot. There we go. You just cracked it. We've got an empire. Wow. <laughs> Cut this part out and then we can actually do this. <laughs> no, this is the uh, the launch of the new magazine. Sounds We're getting magazine. the word out right now. I love it. Will you be on the first cover? I'm, Of course. But just With like, your wife, Jim. Um, for, <laughs> my wife and I will yeah. be in socks only. Yes. Great. Just uh, You'll just see a photo from knee down. Uh, <laughs> and people are going to want to know what's happening above that. It's that, that. big, huh? Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, how did we get to... Oh. I don't know. Things in the mail. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what's your new drink? Well, your my, real, your my real, real new drink. My real new drink? Yeah. 
my real new drink, I'll tell you what I'm, my new drink is. I'm going to see movies. I have the movie pass or uh-huh, whatever the uh-huh. hell it's called. Uh, if a movie is over 90 minutes long, well, over two hours long, I say, say to myself, go see an hour and a half of it. And if you want to stay, you can. Otherwise, just walk out of the theater. I've done this with two movies already. Have you walked out? Yeah. What'd you walk out of? Avatar. Okay. So an hour and a half of Avatar is like, I don't know that anything else is going to change in this movie. It'll be, I know what this is. Yeah. Uh, Then John Wick 4. Mm -hmm. That movie is three hours long. Yeah. So you left it intermission. I basically left it, and I might go back. Yeah. Uh, But it's nice to not have that pressure of being like... That is, because life is short. Life is short. After 90 minutes at a movie, I think that they should start paying you to be there. You should get overtime or something. <laughs> if you're not in it by 90, I think it's fair to walk out. Right. I think that is my new drink. Annalise, do you have a new drink? Having a coffee at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, interesting. Because I think starting it too early, I get, I get morning anxiety. So if I have a coffee at like one... I'm already awake. Okay. It gives me that nice pep because then usually you crash in the afternoon. It avoids that crash. I usually, it's like half and half. I do like half calf situation. You're drinking a 50th of the amount of caffeine that I consume. This is true. I think that might kill you. You would never sleep again if you had another, if you had. No, what I'm saying is I like by one o'clock, I've had like 500 milligrams of caffeine. 100%. (laughs) And then I'm waiting and I wait an hour then I need more. Okay, fair. fair, And then I need my evening caffeine, which can only come from soda, from Mm. Diet Coke for me. Then coffee after four o'clock, I'm a nightmare. I drink coffee when I'm bored. Of course. Like that's how much caffeine I need. (laughs) Do you like a good, like, are you a coffee snob or just any sort of coffee? I wouldn't say I'm a coffee snob. Um, I like a latte. Okay. You know. Iced or hot? Hot. Preferably. Okay. Are you from LA? Arizona originally. Interesting that you Texas like a hot Arizona. drink. Yeah. I'm a I'm almost strictly a cold coffee person. Even yeah. when it's frigid. You said you were gay, right? <laughs> no. It's my church needs to know I, I have a it. wife, four children. I went through an iced coffee phase and then I'm in I'm in like a hot drink phase. Hot drink. Yeah. My drink used to be like a dirty chai latte. Okay. Now it's like a vanilla oat milk latte. Oh. I went through a strong cold brew phase. I'm always just in the cold straight, brew bag. you know, caffeine to the veins. That's what's happening right here. Yeah. I just feel like that that really gives me anxiety. Yeah. Cold <laughs> brew will get me jittery, which I need to not be. I, I mean, that's the problem of my entire life. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I'm consuming a drug that is not good for my mental illness, but... Uh, but good for your go. productivity. Yeah. My, well, it's not good for that. I, <laughs> <laughs> if I laid out my week for you, you would be like, oh caffeine's doing nothing for maybe you. your new drink should be no more drinks new oh interesting becoming parched <laughs> <laughs> or you know water just straight water yeah i i feel like i'm pretty hydrated okay i pride myself on my oh, hydration uh when i'm actually like uh in a writer's room or whatever my hydration is near toxic levels i'm drinking so much water i could die why is that because it's just there it's like i huh. Yeah, I'm going to be drinking LaCroix after LaCroix. Is it not here in your house? It is, but for some reason, that's a good question. It's actually, in my house, it's even more here than it is at work. It's not a water-free home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, actually, this is the opposite of a water-free home. Uh, Yeah, there are a lot of plants around here. Yeah, there are a lot lot of plants. They're Uh, really lovely. uh, We won't get into it now because I've talked about it nonstop, but uh, the house did flood for... Months and months. So the the water situation. You did mention that once or three times. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of water going on. Uh, but maybe my new drink is drinking more water at home. 
So your new drink is getting into your mail situation. Yeah, paying bills. Are you in an apartment or a house? Apartment. So it's like piling up in a little metal box? A little metal box. Okay. Yeah. You're frustrating your post person. I am. I actually got a note from them. Because I was out of town for a while. And I always feel bad asking friends to like do things like check my mail right. while I'm away. And so it just builds up. And I had a, a letter, a little note that was quite angry, actually. <sighs> I should have taken a picture. But it was just like, please check your mail. <laughs> and it was from the postal service? Mm-hmm. I would wow. assume so. I don't know who else it would be from. Was it on like a stationery? Was it post-it? I think it was like a post-it note. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess the postal person has that authority. Yeah. It's like you're... Uh, where else is the mail going to go? I think it's fair. It's just a problem for them if I don't. Now, you are you don't like asking a friend to do anything for you? Not anything. When it comes to like chore type things, mm-hmm. I just feel really guilty for some reason. I don't know what that is. I just like watering plants. I'd rather have plants die than ask a friend to come water them, which is so stupid because I have That's friends bad. who would... Huh? It's bad. It's bad. There's no, Your friends want to help you. They do. I don't know what that. What do you think that says about me? That I don't want to ask for help in that I way. I think that. What does that say about you? It's a. Do you? It's is it a lack of self worth? Huh. You feel like you're not. Uh, your friends don't care enough. Is that what's happening? Do you hey. feel like you're a burden on your friends? What? what why are you being mean? Uh, because your friends have been calling. Oh fuck! Said, Nick is draining. Yeah. Draining us emotionally, socially, I don't ask friends to help me move. I don't ask friends to drive me to the airport. Wow. I don't ask friends. I mean, airport. Asking, that's mean. You, you have to have a spouse it, to drive you I to the airport. I wouldn't even ask. Even, even my, then, right? Yeah. I mean, when my, my wife and I. Asks my, sorry, my wife. Uh, your and, wife. Yeah. Well, you don't ask your You know wife. what? I'm not going to lie. My <laughs> boyfriend. Wow. You're coming out. Wow. This is a podcast exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It's all falling apart for you. Uh, uh, yeah i think it's a self-worth thing okay so well i'm here to tell you don't ask anyone for any help (laughs) okay (laughs) you're confirming i'm confirming the lack of worth absolute lack of worth got it i will say uh truly asking for a ride to the airport is a huge huge ask unless it's burbank and now that's a little fun trip. Yeah. Because it's easy breezy. Yeah, there's a Panda Express right there, too. There is a Panda Express. There's also a, is it Randy's Donuts? Oh, yeah. Uh, Burbank has a lot of things happening. They do. And it's easy. You feel like you're doing, it feels like a favor, but it's like, oh, it's a 15-minute drive. Right. I do feel like LA podcasts are going to ruin the Burbank airport. We're all hmm. talking about how great it is all the time. But it's more expensive. Yeah, you be. Yeah, it's so much more expensive. Wink. Uh, I mean, thousands more. Thousands. I, uh, you know, I'm in huge debt because oh, yeah. I go out of the Burbank Airport. Few, uh, yeah, that's why my bills are unpaid. <laughs> right, and I get sick every time I go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are all those dogs at the entrance snapping at you. Right. So there are some downfalls yeah. for Burbank Airport. Yeah. I mean. Look, Burbank Airport doing favors, inconveniencing people. I There's something I'd like to talk to you about. Okay, what is that? I was looking forward to having you on the podcast. Uh-huh. I thought, we'll have a nice time. Nick will uh-huh. come to the backyard. We'll chat. Maybe I'll try to help him with some sort of, with his self-esteem. And then we'll move on. Uh, so I was a little surprised when you showed up holding a bag. The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I'm a little, I don't know, I'm confused. This bag, it, for all I can tell, is a gift for me. That's right. 
Uh, it is a gift for you, Bridger. Okay, interesting. You've invited me into your home, or at least outside of it. You'll, you will never, never enter my home. Not after what's happening right now. You mean me giving you a present? The podcast has a one rule. No gifts. No gifts. But it's my love language. I don't care. I don't know what... Uh, what am I supposed to do with your love language when it breaks a Accept rule? Accept it. <laughs> Let me love you. Well... Should I open it here on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's actually a really special present. Oh, okay. Well, then, in that case, I'm I'm willing to make an exception. Yeah. Let's get into it here. I'm going to hand you the bag. It's now. in a beautiful wrap, uh, kind of a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. which we love a recycled bag. We yes. won't, uh, from a local group, well, not a, lo- a national chain, I'll it's say. It's a chain, it's a chain. Uh, but people like this chain. Okay, I'm reaching in, I'm grabbing the thing. Oh, I have actually no idea what this is. It says spoonfuls, and then a word that says maquas. 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 And from the cake stop, is that right? It's a gift from India. Interesting. From my motherland. Is it, uh, what... It is it a. It almost looks like um, trail mix. Um, kind of. It is a an all natural mouth freshener. Really? You take like a little handful okay. in your palm, pop it in your mouth after a meal. Right. It's like a palate cleanser. It's like mint and seeds and nuts. It's beautiful. It's quite refreshing. I I will say, uh, like at Indian restaurants, they often have like little. Are they called? They're like they kind of look like miniature good and good. What is that candy called? Good and plenty. They're like little, but they're like no licorice idea. flavor. Oh, but the, like often at Indian restaurants, I'll see. The, are you talking about like the sugar coated seeds? Yes. Yeah, similar. similar okay, vibe. yeah, those Not are quite, also for breath fresh. Yeah, I yeah. love them. Yeah, this one doesn't have any added sugar. I don't think. Should we try it here? Absolutely. I went to India this past winter to visit family. Bit? Yeah, sure. Just a little bit in my palm. How much do you take? That's, like that much? That, yeah. Annalise, do you want some? This one is a little nut heavy. I like, I mean. Right, we know. (laughs) No, we don't. Annalise is throwing them all over the backyard, inviting birds. All right, all right. It's in our palms, and all you got to do is just throw it in there. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful. You like it? Of course. It's lovely, right? What do you think, Annalise? This is a whole new experience. Mm -hmm. It's a little floral. Mm -hmm. It's a little minty. Mm -hmm. There's nut. I mean, the... The layers of flavor that happen. I wonder what, do you have any idea what's happening in here? It's like seeds, almonds. There's no ingredient list on it. Certainly mint. Mint, almonds, I think maybe cashew. Some kind of like dried floral substance. Um, Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. I heard you had bad breath, so. (laughs) That's the one thing people know about me. Yeah. All of my guests, they go away from this podcast saying, the man's breath is horrendous. That's why he moved it from inside to outside, Uh, right? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. We had to get some air. Um, You went to India over the... Over the the winter holidays. Um, Um, How long were you there for? um, Like two-ish weeks, two and a half weeks. Was this your first time? No, I used to go a lot when I was a kid, but I hadn't been back in about 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, And my boyfriend hadn't been back in like 18 years. He's also Indian. 18, Um, okay. And so it was a bit of a homecoming for both it of us. It was probably kind of like a first time experiencing it as an adult. Um, 10 years ago, I was still an adult, I guess. Uh, 10 years ago, you were about 48. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. 
So I guess, yeah, technically. But as like a fully, it was, it's the first time I've been since I've been out. Oh, so, so that, it was like a uh, yeah, new experience. Definitely. And it was it was really lovely. Um, where did you visit in India? Uh, we started in Goa, which okay. is a beach town in uh, South India. Ooh. A lot of Portuguese influence from okay. colonial days. Um, colonial days. Mm-hmm. They're not that far behind us. No, they certainly are. They actually are ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, that's as probably. well. Uh, then we went to uh, Jaipur. Okay, um, and then for a wedding, which was crazy, and then uh, visiting family in Ahmedabad, Gujarat. Wow, which is where his mom is from, and where both my parents are from. And who's we're not wh- related. Okay, well, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. There's no telling. You never know. You never quite know. Isn't that true? I don't think it's true. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not true. Whose wedding was it? Um, our good friend's sister. Okay, okay. Yeah. And was it a nice time? It was lovely. Indian weddings are a big deal. They are. I mean, they can be. I I, I mean, some Indian weddings are low-key affairs. Really? I will say, yeah, I think the representation of weddings here is like every wedding. No, ma- I mean, people who are not insanely wealthy don't throw insanely crazy weddings. Right, that Just like sense. in America. Right, <laughs> right. Know? Not everyone's having a huge affair. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, from my... I have, I've never been to one, but like you'll see on Instagram, somebody's at an Indian wedding. I'm like, somebody invite me. This sounds... This actually yeah. looks like a good time. I'll invite... Invite me to the wedding. Jim. With, uh, invite Jim and I. And then Jim if he wants I, to bring you as his bring plus the one, okay. then, you know. Uh, are you thinking about getting married anytime soon? No. 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 Do you want to get married? Maybe. Interesting. How far down the road do you think? A few years. A few years. Okay. Yeah. Are you married? I'm not married. I have no interest. How long have you been with your... Eight years. Person? Wow. Eight years. So... Do you want to get married? No, I have... I just don't... Uh, there's nothing there for me. Does he... He, I think, at one point, would was excited about the idea of getting married, but I think we're both kind of on the same page now of, like, we don't need that. I mean, I understand why other people like to do it and yeah. that kind of thing. I don't want to throw any uh, shame on that. Uh, but for us, it's just like, I don't know. I grew up in a very uh, marriage-dominated culture. Which is? Mormonism. Oh, uh, yes. So that is part of it, I think. And then... I don't like, I don't really like a party. Uh, I don't in like, general, of I, any kind? Certainly not a, a party person. And I don't like filling out paperwork. Mm, yeah. So what else is there for me in a wedding? Food? Food. And you don't I'll, really even get to enjoy your own wedding right. food as much. That's, whenever I'm at someone's wedding, I'm just like, this poor person is paying so much money Ungodly to not experience numbers, yeah. any of this. It's the money part for me. I'm like, I'd rather use that money for anything Literally. else. <laughs> Right. Redecorate your home, go on the the most extravagant vacation of all time. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like the sappy romantic that wants the whole thing. I don't know. I go back and forth. How long have you been with your wife? Um, A little over two years. Okay. Almost two and a half. Okay. So you've got a while before. Yeah, we're early. The idea of getting married. Yeah, but he's a bit older, so it's more present on his mind. Okay. Sure. Sure. Well. Hi, babe. Um, <laughs> um, so what did you do while you were in India? How long were you there? Like two weeks. Two weeks. What were some highlights for you? Um, I mean, the best parts were visiting family. Okay. I got to see uh, a lot of my cousin's kids who oh, last I saw fun. them were very little and tiny mm, and now right. they're fully teenagers with personalities and, mm-hmm. and opinions and talents <laughs> and... Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. And I got to see my, my two remaining grandparents, Oh, which was really lovely. Definitely the highlights. And 
the food. The food, I of mean, course. That's, that's so, I sound like a white girl. Um, <laughs> the food was so good. The people are so spiritual. The, most obvious, yeah. the nicest people you've ever oh met. Oh, my God. But, like, my <laughs> stomach just was so upset. Um, but, gosh, I'd like to go back. Everywhere has good food. I, uh, to say the food was so great, it's like, of course. That's true. I is mean, that true? What? Where is food not good? Well, actually, we probably shouldn't. I feel like we're going to make somebody mad if we say, like, the food in Arizona, for example. But Well, that's just false. Arizona food is great because it's it a is. lot of Mexican food. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah. I really feel like... Ireland? Ireland's got to have something on the menu. Uh, they, I'm sure they have... No, I mean, the potatoes. Potatoes. I feel like they've got good cheese there. Huh. Uh, I, I imagine, like, the dairy element is good in Ireland. Uh, the whole... The whole of the UK does, I guess it's kind of famously bad food. There's or some like good bland. Stuff. Bland. It's just not as exciting. Not as exciting. It's not as, it's not as layered. But like if you... Which can... is wild considering the lengths they went to get spices from us. Right. <laughs> they kind of conquered the entire world and took everything but the food. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting... It's not how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, to each his own and the... British Empire kind of dropped the ball with food. Although I will say, like, Indian food in, in the UK is fucking dope. It's fantastic. I mean, chicken tikka masala was invented there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What a bizarre turn of events. Yeah. Because that's kind of as far, like, it's one of the most famous Indian foods. Here. In the United States, yeah. at least. Yeah. I wonder, is it in other countries? Do they care? I think, I, uh, I think chicken tikka masala is now a global phenomenon. Can you for get, sure. Can you get it in India? Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, the closest I've had to, I think, great Indian food was in England. Yeah. I had Indian breakfast there. Oh. Fantastic. Indian breakfast is great. Phenomenal. Um, Okay, so you're eating, you're seeing family. Yeah. Seeing friends. The wedding was lovely. You went to the beach. Went to the beach. Are you a big beach person? I'm not a huge beach person. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it in theory, a lot in theory. Right. Mildly in real life. What are you doing at the beach? I'm usually just sitting. You're reading? I'm usually reading or listening to an audiobook or mm-hmm. music. Okay. Worried about a sunburn? Not so much. You know, I'll put on some sunscreen. I, I got pan- melanin. I, I'm yeah. constantly panicked. I mean... Yeah, you're I, at risk. I mean, it's completely cloudy and we're covered by another thing and I still could get sunburned right now. Yeah. I'm going to go inside and just be burnt to death. But that is one thing. Even if I'm covered in sunscreen at the beach... Still in the back of my mind, am I getting skin cancer? It's real. It's real. The Plus, like, uh, it's uh, it's like a lot of people usually. A lot of people. Do you like getting in the water? Like my up to my knees. Up to your knees. Okay. Yeah. Beyond that, I start getting scared. Right. Of dying. I feel like I can get maybe chest level. Okay. Impressive. Once we're over the shoulders at the beach... You're scared of dying? I'm scared of getting caught up in some sort of whirlpool right. or the undertow. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the creatures. Right. That's a different That's a whole other thing happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I stepped on a fish in the ocean once and about had a panic attack. Step on a fish? That's <laughs> wild. Maybe it was an eel. You stepped on it or like you kicked it? I feel like, like I was stepped there a on it. Floor under? Was it like the sea floor? Well, it was sitting uh, in a chair. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, I don't know. I just remember stepping on something fish. that was slimy and uh, muscular, or whatever. Muscular to, to the point that it was moving. That it was clearly a living being. Could have been seaweed. Muscular seaweed. It could have been a clump of seaweed that wanted to escape from underneath my feet. 
there's research that shows that plants scream. Wait, is that true? Yes, it just it just got confirmed. I honestly, I don't know if you're kidding or not. No, no. I mean, I hope I'm not spreading misinformation, but I'm pretty sure this is a real scientific study wow. that just got some attention in the news. They scream like when cut? Um, they scream when they're thirsty. Oh, interesting. And I think they scream when they're under threat. But it, like at a frequency none of us can hear. Correct. Can dogs hear it? I don't know. Oh, interesting. I need to look into this. You could be really spreading something here that is absolutely false. I mean, even if this is completely false, Annalise is reaching for the mic. What's the Annalise? It's true. It's Thank true. You. Thank you, Annalise. It's true. Now I've never, I've never been more terrified to yeah. kill my We're plants. We're surrounded by plants right now that could all be screaming. Plants, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. I mean, I wonder where did that idea come from to even begin researching that. Shrooms, probably. That's really true. Yeah, somebody was absolutely tripping out of their mind. Heard a plant. Uh-huh. And thought, I gotta real? go to the lab. Wow, I wonder what frequency that is. I want to get a plant whistle. Huh. I, I've seen those things where you like put like electrodes on a plant, uh-huh. and it'll um, transform the electrical current from the plant into music. What? Yeah. Is that used like to record, uh, like do bands use that? Do musical artists use that? I don't know who uses it. I'm sure the guy on TikTok that I saw (laughs) post about it is using it. But beyond that, practical Mm -hmm. use, I'm not sure. Interesting. People are finding ways to mistreat plants all over the planet. Why is it mistreating? We're just giving them a microphone, giving them a voice. I feel like it's, uh, it's like a stage mom to a plant. The plant didn't ask to be on stage. Suddenly it's all over TikTok and it, it didn't say it wanted to be on TikTok. That's true. It didn't sign a release. It did not sign a release. Are you on, or do you post to TikTok? No, I just watch. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever met somebody that actively posts to TikTok. Like, we might be a little bit old for that. That's, yeah, that's probably true. I'm 75. Yeah. No, like no one in my, and I know a lot of performers and this sort of thing. Maybe that's because the performers I know are already doing it professionally. Are so you saying TikTok is not a professional endeavor? Uh, <laughs> Are you saying TikTokers and creators? I'm not. Do not put me in this place. The creator economy is I a, love the, the backbone tic- of our imagination culture, people. I am in full support of TikTokers mm. and whatever content they want to create, I support them. Do you know what happened to me recently? I was looking through the Instagram recommended to you or whatever. Uh huh. I don't know if I've even... T- I may have talked about this on the podcast already, and if I did, I apologize to the listener. There was some disgusting recipe happening. Okay. That, like, in one of the little things that... I was like, what's happening there? I click on it, and it was this woman that was just literally, like, putting f- 10 eggs in a bowl and then melting chocolate into it, Ew. stirring it all up in a blender and then baking it. Uh-huh. I was just like, this is... What's happening? And now... Everything is suggested to me as a disgusting recipe, and I sure. can't stop looking at disgusting recipes. Oh, I got you. I love it now. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's how people get indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of uh, my red pill moment. It is. It really is. I mean, the algorithm finds some little tick into your personality, and then these disgusting recipes, these people obviously are doing something wild, and... They're probably doing other wild things. <laughs> probably. And I'm going to slowly head down that path. But uh, And soon you're going to be doing it as well. Yeah, of course. I will be putting a lot of eggs in bowls. And yeah. then I'm telling you, most of these recipes involve just like eggs, eggs and, and one bowls. other ingredient. <laughs> it's so bizarre. That's so strange. And these I, are all from different people or is it one so person? So many people. 
It's like a an entire. It's like a genre. It's a. I would say more than a genre. It's, it's a culture. More than a genre. It's a culture of it's egg a whole people. Culture. Wow. It's. I don't. I guess it's uh, people who are looking for like protein heavy foods. Interesting. Egg people. But it's disgusting. People of eggs. People of eggs. Are you? Uh, what's getting recommended to you? Oh, it's such a weird mix. <laughs> I think it is for everybody. Yeah, it's it's such a weird mix. It is the latest AI news <laughs> mixed with hot shirtless dudes <laughs> dancing mixed with like beautiful singers who are like composing just the most incredible original ballads and just watching them belt. <laughs> it really is just a very strange. That doesn't seem that yeah. strange. And then that there's seems... a handful of like OnlyFans people that have TikToks. Okay. And I don't have OnlyFans, but I do follow them on TikTok, and I feel like it's um, close. It, what's the pipeline there? Is it TikTok to OnlyFans or OnlyFans to TikTok? I think it's TikTok to OnlyFans. That I think they sense. use TikTok the free, to market their Right, here OnlyFans. I am. Come yeah. pay for me. Well, I definitely went and like looked them up on OnlyFans. Right. It's out of my budget. Right. Yeah. AI news. Yeah, You're it's in, a lot. Are you into AI, all of this? I'm fascinated by it. I use ChatGPT. What do you use it for? I use it to help me write. Interesting. How so? And I don't really mean it in a creative sense. I mean it more of like, I, I write a lot of email. We all write a lot of emails, mm-hmm. right? And like, sometimes I don't want to actually write the email. Right. And I have found that if I just say like, hey, I need to tell this person this, and these are the bullet points, please make this sound professional and kind. Uh-huh. <laughs> it'll draft a thing. Somebody was just telling me about this. They broke, was it on this podcast that they broke up with their therapist this way? Yeah. They said, I need to break up with them, write the email. Yeah. I considered when I, when I was looking at the $6 unpaid collections <laughs> bill, I was like, am I going to dispute this? And if I do, oh. I'll use ChatGPT to do it. But that was just so much work. I just paid it. Wow. But that's great. My lawyer, ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not a bad idea yeah. to defend yourself. I in also court. use it as like a thesaurus for phrases. So like... okay. I have a sentence that I've written. It's clunky. Mm-hmm. It gets the message across, but it's just, it, it's not there. Right. And I'll be like, hey, here's a sentence I wrote. Can you give me five alts? Interesting. And then like no one result is perfect, but little bits and pieces. Right. So it's not like it's replacing shit yet, at least in the way I'm using it, um, but it's definitely helping. It's just streamlining what you actually want to do. Yeah. I also use it for like feedback on a thing. I wrote... I wrote a thing okay, and I pasted it in ChatGPT and said, act as if you are this type of person. Please provide a critical analysis of what I just wrote. And it gave me like a really great set of notes, both positive and negative. Wow. I know. That's amazing. Yeah. I need to see, I need to find my use for it. I feel like all of mine has just been like absolutely worthless, just toying with it. There's a lot you could do. It's pretty. I mean, what's like a, what's like a mundane ish writing-based task that you have to do on a regular basis? Send emails. But I, I mean, most of my emails are four to five letters long with no punctuation, Annalise can probably attest to. Uh, very lazily written. And that's white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's just, uh, I guess that is white privilege, let's be honest. I'm sorry, I know that I should not be weighing in here, but you need to start putting titles in your... Like there need to be subjects. Like sub- no it's, subject lines. No subjects. It's I'm too fighting chaotic. both of you. You don't put it's subject lines. This is ridiculous. Subject lines have got to go away. No, any no one uses. Subject I can never lines. find anything, Bridger. I'm constant. I have to like 
respond to your emails to myself with keywords so I can find them later. It's you getting out of wow, That's labor <gasps> that you are not getting paid for. You both use subject lines. I don't know anyone that uses a subject line. Do you know anyone? <laughs> the, uh, the only people who use subject lines are banks, uh, Uber Eats, and uh, retailers who are trying to get, get me into a sale. I don't know anyone else that uses a subject line. So when, you, when you're in a writer's room and an email is sent... No subject line. Ever? Never. Is that true? Yeah, 100% true. Interesting. How much of, how much of the back and forth in a room is over email? There's a decent amount. I mean, I guess it depends on the job, but I really, and now I'm really wondering, like production emails for shows or whatever, when those start getting sent out, those will have sure, sure. subject lines. I just mean among the writers. Interpersonally, uh, no subject lines. Huh. It's almost like That's so texting. fascinating. Yeah. But it's interesting that both of you have come at me almost attacked. Yeah, we just met, but I mean, I feel like I, su- I, can, I support you. <laughs> but my thing is, subject line feels like it is almost more important than the email itself. I would, I think I would spin out thinking of what should the subject line be. Subject line is just what it's about. But what it's about is right there in the email. I feel like we could talk ourselves into a circle about this. Wow, this is interesting. I mean, I, I guess you're right, because if you don't have a subject line, it just shows you the preview text of the email immediately. Right. I have not used a subject line probably in 15 years. I'm glad that you do the emails for this podcast, Annalise, because I would have probably <laughs> said no if I got a no subject line <laughs> invitation. Well, but see... Saying, hey, do you want to come to this guy's backyard? <laughs> but what we're talking about with... Annalise emailing you, that's professional. That's I, I'm talking I, about a professional context here. I guess I'm not a pro- I'm not a professional person. I'm not a serious I'm not person. Saying, I'm not saying it's unprofessional. I find I mean I find it interesting. I'm I'm weirdly I nerd out about this kind of thing because mm-hmm. like we spend so much time emailing, texting, right, right, DMing, all that crap. And the way people do it differently is so interesting to me. This is what I'll say. If I uh, email you and I'm using periods and uh, I'm capitalizing the beginning of a sentence, that's because I'm not comfortable with you. Or I'm not like, I don't feel that familiar with sure, you. Sure, sure. When it feels like the worst written email of all time, no period at the end, it's all lowercase, that's because I, you're in my life. Okay. It's like a, it's a love language yes. type thing. Yes, it's a love language thing. With the exception of, if I think that the person has bad grammar, mm. I will go out of my way to use all of the proper grammar because I'm like, this person needs needs an example in their life. You know, I, I was really like on your side uh-huh. until you decided to be a grammar queen. <laughs> it's How not- can you be so laissez-faire? No subject lines and you care about grammar? <laughs> the subject line has got to you go You either away. care about it all or, or none of it. There's no middle ground. No, Nuance there, does it, not exist it, anymore. It is absolutely a spectrum. And... <laughs> Grammar and subject lines are a spectrum. Yeah, this is the woke agenda. This is this is this is not get woke, go broke. Yeah. That's that's what this podcast is all about. Hard right wing podcast. Interesting. I wonder what the I bet listeners are gonna freak out about this. They're gonna be people come down hard on this sort of thing. And I Do you use your calendar? Yes. But do you send the calendar invites to people? No. Interesting. Uh what are you sending calendar invites for? Meetings, calls. Okay, so... Events. Those sort of things Annalise will send for me. Oh, right, okay. But, like, do you do it for dinners, that sort of thing? Not, like, uh, not personal, like, friend stuff. Okay. Not with friends. Okay. Uh, work-wise. Okay. Um, 
I think I work with a lot of people who are disorganized. Okay. No I've, shade I've to entered all your of life. my collaborators <laughs> that might be listening. Right. But there's a lot of just like disorganization. And I, sometimes I think I have to like put it on their calendar so they don't forget it. So this is sort of like me with grammar where I'm like, Maybe. this person's grammar is bad. I need them to mm-hmm. just have a little... A guiding light. And it's already on my calendar. Adding their like name is not exactly. a big deal. I, I now that we're talking about this, I will say that I think just in general, getting in touch with me or being in touch with me for everyone in my life is an absolute nightmare. Huh. My phone is always on do not disturb. Love so that. it almost always goes to voicemail. That's legendary status. It feels great. It feels so good. I <laughs> went a whole day. I'm, uh, oh. When I'm when I really don't want to bother, I turn it on. But the other day, I went a full day from morning to night mm-hmm. with it on Do Not Disturb, and I felt like a god. You're truly a king. Yeah, you're in full it was control. Amazing. At that point. I felt so good. It's amazing, right? Yeah. It's like no one can bother you. You are just a, you get to make all of the literally the calls. Mm-hmm. It's great. You hop on there. The texts have come in. You're like now I get to answer them. I'm not getting bothered over and over and over. I feel like it almost feels like a landline. I feel like mm. this is probably as close to a landline as we're going to get oh, at this that's point. that's nice. It's like you can only be bothered in certain scenarios. I kind of miss having a landline. Did, uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I had a landline. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll get one. The cable company's always trying to get me to get a landline. Yeah, which is strange. <laughs> Just stop doing it. Right. No I guess one people wants have it. People have it. Who? Older offices people? and offices our offices parents. do offices and parents that's yeah. a big portion of the population <laughs> that's true offices and parents but that actually might be the majority of the human population <laughs> offices, offices and parents <laughs> offices are people too yeah corporations are people mm-hmm. yeah that's thank yeah. you mitt romney yeah um interesting well we've uh i mean this has become a really contentious podcast all mm-hmm. because of my failings as a person i agree uh, <laughs> And uh, we barely talked about the breath freshener. Yeah, McQuass. What else should we talk about with this? Is there anything else to say? It's delicious. It's delicious. People should try it. It's uh, McQuass. Does that mean anything? Do you know? Uh, I'm sh- yes. Or does I, it just I, mean like literally it, it, what this is? You know, I should know that and I don't. Okay. But I'm willing to admit my ignorance. And was this literally purchased in India? Mm-hmm. It was wow. a gift from family to me. That is incredible. To you. Oh, yeah. And they've got their Gmail right here. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy to have that. I wonder how long it lasts, like expiration-wise. I think a while. Okay. Yeah. I think a while. Very interesting. I think nuts really... Seeds don't go bad, do they? Do nuts go bad? Do they scream? There are a lot of questions (laughs) about nuts and seeds. Uh, But we bring up these questions so the scientific community can research them. Right. I, I can't do everything. Yeah. No. All we can do is... Not in seed. W- wonder and dream. I regret saying that sentence. I'm really happy you spoke over me there. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, do you want to play a game? Yes. I mean, you have no choice. I You're love on a podcast. Games. I do have a choice. I can walk away right now. Don't tell me what <laughs> no, I can't do, trapped. Bridger. You are absolutely trapped. I will. You walk away now. I will burn you down. You will be destroyed. It's so violent. The okay, tra- what's the game? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, the game is called Gift Master. I, uh, re- I recently realized we this is the game we haven't played in a long time, and I've been playing another game probably for the last 50 episodes. I need a number between 1 and 10 from you. 4. 4, okay. I have to do some light calculating. Okay. So while I do this, I'm getting the game pieces. You can recommend something, promote something. Just talk to the listener in any way you want. Okay. 
I'll be right back. Last night, I watched the pilot to Beef on Netflix. It's incredible. Um, there's a really great Indian restaurant in LA called Pija Palace. It's Indian Italian food. Pija Palace is so good and so hard to get into. It is. It is. It is. I, not to brag, went there before it became a phenomenon. Oh. And we just walked in. No longer a possibility. No. But anyone that comes to L.A. should go there. Indian Italian is like a marriage that I'm surprised has not... It's perfect. Yeah, it's it's perfect. And also, fusion is not an easy thing to do. No. Often bad. Yeah. It's a and it's such a fun place to be. And beef, I watched the pilot recently and really liked it. I will say the last song they play in the episode, I, I was confused. Confused. It's like uh, what is that song? The reason is that what it's called? I think so. Hubastank, right? Horrible piece of music. Oh wow! I was I felt a nice rush of nostalgia. Interesting. Yeah. I felt. Uh, what's the opposite of nostalgia? Hate. <laughs> We need a word for sorrow. Uh, I guess it's trauma. Tra- oh, is yeah. trauma the opposite of nostalgia? I guess if it's a, a, a something that triggers a feeling from your past. Yeah, if it's positive, it's nostalgia. If it's negative, it's trauma. Interesting. Oh, interesting. I think we did just discover something. Uh, but the show is. I'm so excited to keep so watching. So good. Yeah. Okay, this is how we're going to play the game. And I may have already screwed up because I'm not good with the doc anymore. Okay, here we go. I'm going to name three gifts, three things you can give away. Okay. And then I'm going to name three celebrities. Okay. You're going to tell me which gift you'll give to which celebrity. Great. And why. That okay. makes sense, right? hmm Okay, the gifts you're giving today are, number one, an iPod photo. That's the iPod from probably 2004. It's kind of when it first had a color screen. And you, it was called iPod Photo? Yeah. Are you sure? You're talking to a former Apple Store employee. Oh, wow. Yes. I always wanted to be one of those. Well, there's still time. Uh, there's always <laughs> your true. second chapter. That's true. Uh, the iPod Photo, I think, was the second version of huh, the iPod. Okay. So it's a little, you know, it's kind of an artifact at this point. Yeah. Second is, uh, this is a, from a listener named Hannah. Uh, the ability to wow a crowd. So you'll be giving this person kind of the skill to wow a crowd. Wow, that's a good one. And number three is one of your kidneys, which is a huge gift. Oh my God. You'll be giving them to these people. Who are they? Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. The great actor, Daniel Day-Lewis. Has he ever had fun? It's hard to say. <laughs> number two, Lana Del Rey. Mm. Number three, Lester Holt. Oh. News anchor yes, Lester Holt. Yes, yes, We love Lester. What do you think? I'm going to give Lester the ability to wow a crowd because of this group. I'm not saying he can't, mm-hmm. but like of the group, Daniel Day-Lewis and Lana Del Rey have that kind of down. That's true. You know? Very true. And so just by process of elimination, right. I'm going to give that to Lester. Okay. Very nice. I'm going to give the iPod photo to Daniel Day-Lewis oh. because I think he could use a little more joy in his life. Mm-hmm. And I think we can load it with some pretty pictures. Okay. <laughs> No music, strictly photos. Well, you said iPod photo, right? Well, the photo thing was kind of a weird addition to it. It's like, why? why there was a very small screen yeah. to look at photos. Looking back, didn't make sense as a product. But Daniel Day might enjoy it. I think he would. I think he'd be confused and then he'd learn about it. And I'd want to watch that whole process. <laughs> okay, I think and that's And then I guess nice. my kidney... Is going to Lana Del Rey, which honestly, if she writes a song about it, or actually, please, an album, <laughs> give me an album, and we're set. Oh, I would love to listen to that album. Can we talk about Lana Del Rey for a moment? Sure. 
I would love to understand. I feel like every other person on the planet now understands Lana Del Rey. Understands what they love it. They're into it. What do you not understand? She's, her spell is over them. I don't know. It doesn't it hasn't clicked for me. And I feel like it should click. Well, what is it like? What about Lana is for you? She's able to tap into an emotional state that I can only describe as existential, gay, and hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you listening to her while you're driving? Not usually around the house. Yeah. I, I listen to her in the shower. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, or around the house when I'm feeling moody. Okay. So how often are you feeling moody? Often. I'm a very <laughs> emotional person. <laughs> now the shower thing makes sense to me. Maybe mm-hmm. that's where I need to get Lana going. You may not just, you just may not be the... It feels like she's for everybody. Would you describe yourself as uh, hopeless... Uh, Hopeless, sure. Gay. Gay. Uh, that's obviously up in the air. By the end of this podcast, I might be comfortable enough to come what out. What was the third word that I just said? Uh, moody? Let's see. Hopeless. Existential. Gay. Existential. Is that what I said? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've, I would say all of those things. I'm constantly wondering, what is my purpose? What yeah. is the world? What is the universe? What is reality? I think I think you, the ingredients are there for you to be into, Lana. I think it's maybe it's because it's all slow. Oh, you're not into the slow. Songs. I like slow music, but I need. Come on, put one fun song on the album. Well, why don't you put her on like a playlist mixed with fast songs, and that way you're getting so like I'm a seasick? nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, I'm just trying to help, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> I know. know I asked for say. your help, and I immediately yeah. I apologize to you and Lana. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try for Lana's sake and for mine because she obviously, I mean, the problem now is she has an enormous catalog. Mm-hmm. Seems like she has a new album every six months. I don't actually know. I listen to more of her like old stuff, older okay. stuff, like 10 years ago type okay. vibes. She's been around for quite a while now. Uh-huh. Shower though. That's The shower is my place for music I'm uncertain about or like I need to give this a try because, you know, it can just be on in the background. Right. Okay, Lana, I'm coming for you. And uh, there's a kidney on its way. And also Nick's kidney. Uh, you can keep it in the fridge until you actually need it. Mm-hmm. Excellently played. I mean, kind of just knew exactly what needed to happen almost immediately. Throw me I a curveball. Wait, you want a curveball? Mm-hmm. You want another? A cursed watch and Gene Simmons. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's <laughs> not how the not game is played. Throw the curveball I correctly. forgot how the game is played. But I guess played. we're giving Gene Simmons a cursed watch. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense. I love the idea of a cursed watch. I know. On the uh, wrist of the lead singer of Kiss. I would, is he the lead singer? I, I'm always confused about the members of Kiss and what they do. I, I'm not well versed in white in culture. In the Kiss-averse? Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, some uh, older men in makeup at this point kind of dramatic makeup. Are they uh, all still alive? They're all of Kiss, as far as I know, is still alive by some luck because they seem like they should probably all be dead at this point. Uh, they all seem like giant perverts to me. Huh. Again, uh, I'm not well-versed in white culture. So. <laughs> I don't think Kiss is, in, Kiss is its own thing. That's I'm not, true. I'm not claiming You're not going to claim it? Huh? Fair. <laughs> not my culture. Uh Okay, well, that wasn't a curveball. I obviously don't understand what a curveball is. That's okay. I'm just going to be thinking about cursed watches for the rest of the day. Let's all take a minute to think about a cursed watch. 
Think um, about who you'd give it to. Yeah, and who you would give it to in your life. Yeah. Um, it's the last segment of the podcast. Okay. It's called I Said No Emails. Mm. People are writing in to I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. My listeners, I mean, it's are uh, they're famously bad at life. They're having trouble with all kinds of things, mostly gift related, but they write in, they ask for help. Will you help me answer a question? I would love to. Okay, let me read here. This says, Dear Bridger and Disrespectful Guest. That's you. Mm-hmm. I think I have a unique one for you. Well, I'll be the... Oh, and then it says you be the judge. Well, I will be the judge. I was laid off last year and settled rather uncomfortably into freelance work in furniture design. In fact, I hate working freelance and I am genuinely bad at it, but <laughs> the rent must get paid. Mm-hmm. It's damn near impossible in my city to get a job in the design world without having an inside contact to grease the wheels. However, an old colleague sent me a link to a post she saw, and lo and behold, I ended up getting that job. Okay, good for you. (laughs) While this colleague friend didn't recommend me internally, she both recommended the job to me and also was a professional reference during the interview process. I'd love to send her something thoughtful that's not a candle or booze, too predictable, um, somewhere in the $50 to $75 range. Could you please help me think of an original gift? I don't really know what she's into in her free time, but she's a badass construction project manager and puts up with a lot of bullshit. Interesting. Please help. Thank you in advance. All the best, Rebecca. Can I ask you a question just off the top here? Yeah. $75 gift should never be given to anyone, right? As in that's too high or too low? It's... Either a $50 gift or a $100 gift. A $75 gift is very strange to me. Aren't we all on a spectrum? Not, not Isn't that what you gift. just said, Bridger? <laughs> Except in gifts. $75 is a weird territory. It's it like, is kind of weird. I would say like 100 is, yeah, you're right. You're, you know what? <laughs> Thank Fuck, you. You're right. Finally. Finally. You're right. It you is like a, one thing about me. I, I didn't say that <laughs> at all. Um... The first idea that pops into my okay. mind is since you work in furniture design, dear friend, what's their name? Uh, Rebecca. Rebecca. Um, what if you got this person a miniature of a cool piece of furniture? Oh. Like a miniature lounge chair. Oh, that's Or nice. a miniature, like, credenza. <laughs> and when you're talking- And then you put, and then you drill a teeny, teeny little hole and then put a flower in it. <laughs> As a vase. Yeah. That's kind of cute. Yeah. So I've, when you were saying miniature, I was imagining like a micro machine. Oh, no, not, not okay. No, I mean more like the size of your hand. Right, like a tiny. I guess the word might be tiny. Yeah, yeah, small. Because miniatures are now... That's like true. Miniatures are like... world of it. Teeny, teeny, teeny. Right. So you're thinking like a small uh, couch, a small... What, what is a fir- piece of furniture? A table. Table. A table might be weird, but it could be cool. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Uh, this person is a... Uh, furniture construction design. project manager. What's, uh, what uh, do they need? A tin lunchbox? Is that something you would take you to the could, construction a site? Tin, a tin lunchbox? Yeah, it's kind of... Is tin poisonous? Maybe. Is tin one of those metals you so. don't want near food? I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Aluminum. Um, metal. A construction project manager. Hard hats. I was going to say like a, like a hard hat that you paint. Oh, interesting. Like a unique... Yeah, get like a hard hat that's from just from Home Depot, right? right. Not going to cost a lot. And then, you know, you sound like a creative person. Paint it. That's... I feel like that's something that could be happening very soon all over TikTok. Yeah. People painting construction hats. 
I would buy one of those. I know it sounds. I bet you there's an Etsy shop that sells those. That sounds very cool. It seems like such a natural thing to paint. Huh. I mean, I feel like we're really influencing culture here. Annalise, can you check Etsy and just see if you can get hand-painted construction... Hat. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Now I feel extremely gay. (laughs) Is it a hat? Uh, It's a uh, hard hat. Hard hat. Hard hat. It is a hat, then. It is a hat. Let's be honest. Hard is the adjective. A hat. Construction cap. Construction Uh, cap. Annalise looks like they're struggling. I can't... Maybe it's not happening. Yeah, I don't think this is a thing yet. Well, which is good. Which is great for you, Rebecca. If and this new job doesn't work out, <laughs> you've got a whole Etsy shop. You got a whole Etsy shop. Oh my god! I feel like we answered Rebecca's question. I mean, I'm not taking credit for it. You just did it. What would your idea be for her? I said a tin lunchbox. Oh right, that was bad. That's I, bad. You could paint that too. A uh, pair of uh, coveralls, a, like a nice Carhartt jacket. Sure, paint that. A uh, thick pair of gloves. Paint those too. Chunky boots. Nice paint. Like a knee-high, chunky construction boot. That's a new thing. Knee-high paint. Also, yeah. <laughs> so you're just, as long as it's painted. Well, it's, you know, has to be special. The two, okay, so it has to be painted. Can't just buy boots. And I cannot stress enough, Rebecca, it can't be $75. Correct. It has to be 50 or 100 That $75, it's like you're saying, I don't know about you as a person. And what's really special is that Bridger will actually send you a $25 Amazon gift card to <laughs> supplement the 75 the, the 75 to 100 um yeah <laughs> no I, rebecca go for the 50 dollar gift go for the 50 <laughs> stick to 50 you can also do a 10 dollar gift um no we've answered rebecca's question perfectly and congratulations on the new job rebecca congratulations we all love a new job until it becomes a job you've had for a couple of years and then we hate it or a couple months a couple of months uh a few hours a few hours i once sorted mail and left during my lunch break wow like quit uh, yeah never uh, went back amazing on your first day <laughs> yeah first day that's incredible it was not a job for me um did you tell anybody or did you just walk out i just left an irish was, goodbye just lunch break just left <laughs> it, i don't know why it must have been really miserable because i can put up with a lot did anyone like follow up with you i guess maybe i was doing a bad job because they didn't get back in touch they're just like he's gone maybe they were like was he ever even here <laughs> i think or it was, was probably... that a ghost <laughs> i'm constantly being mistaken as a ghost yeah that tracks uh no i feel like that was probably more of a thank god he's gone situation mm. also something i probably dealing with a lot but you know whatever nick we answered it. You played the game perfectly. I have an actual, you know, one in 10 gifts on this podcast is usable in my personal life. This is something that could be on my shelf or on my counter yeah. that I can actually use. Yeah, it's great for when you're like leaving the house and you're like, oh, I should have brushed my teeth, right, but I don't have time. I wonder if I leave it in my car. Um, I'd be worried about the heat. That's true. I don't, know, I don't know if the heat would fuck it up, but why take a risk? Right. Just have it on the counter. Wonderful. I've had such a nice time with you. Likewise. And the birds are now chirping. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for Thank being you, here. Thank you, Thank you, Bridger. Listener, mm, we've done a lot today. We've done so much. I've brought this new slang into your life. We've all got to get that going so I do can... Do I really have to be here for the wrap out? Uh, yes, you, you do absolutely. This whole thing? Oh, God damn it. And it's uh, half an hour. So, you know, I have to read all of the credits. I do my thank yous. Okay, start over. Start over from the top. <laughs> Listener... We've done a lot here today on the podcast, and uh, 
It's over. It's absolutely over. You've got to move on. <coughs> Nick has become very <clears throat> sick. His nose is bleeding. Uh, we've got to get... I'm calling an ambulance. Please get going with your life. The podcast is over. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!